Hey guys, it's your girl Ty here. Okay, so, um, basically, I'm gonna try something a little bit new today on my podcast, and that is to try and read along on a YouTube, um, Basically, I'm not on my YouTube whatsoever, but what I'm trying to do is watch a YouTube video as I am doing a podcast, so that way I could do a read-along, and, you know, you can guys share this with your children and all that stuff as a fairy tale, um, bedtime story, because back in the 40s and 50s, they used radio to tell stories or whatever, um, so... I mean, I can understand about having kids having a hard time going to bed. You just had something in bed with them, uh, but not technology with videos. It's always better to do audio with them and let them listen to a story or something to get them to sleep. Trust me, I, I did music with my youngest nephew, and he absolutely just fell asleep. Like, I don't know what. So, um, I'm going to see what happens if I try this. All right, so uh, here we go. So, the story I'm reading along to is Thumbelina by Hans Christian Andersen, who did have autism. So, here we go. Once there was a tiny girl, she was a sweet and pretty girl, and no taller than your thumb. So, Thumbelina was her name. Every night, Thumbelina slept in a bed made from a walnut shell with a violet paddle mattress and a rose leaf coverlet. Every day, Thumbelina played in the small garden where she rode her tulip petal boat from side to side on a tiny lake. She made most charming sight, and as she went along the boat, she sang into the charming word of voice. One night, as Thumbelina lay sleeping in her pretty bed, a great ugly toad came hopping by and saw the lovely maiden. She make just the wife for my son, thought the toad. So she snatched up Thumbelina and hopped back into her home in the muddy bank of a brook. She put the sleeping Thumbelina on a water lily leaf. In the morning, when poor Thumbelina woke up and saw where she was, she cried most barely. The big green leaf had water all around so she could not possibly escape. The fishes that swarm in the water below heard Thumbelina crying. They had caught sight of the ugly mother toad and knew what she had in mind. So they swarmed around the tough green stalk and held Thumbelina's leaf gnawed in through with their teeth. With then... Thumbelina on it, the leaf on it float down the brook, far from the toad and her son. At last, the leaf swirled to stop against the mossy bank in the strange forest world. Although the summer Thumbelina lived quite alone in that enormous wood, from blades of grass and the wolves a bed, she hung nearly under a large leaf, which sheltered her from the rain. For food, she had honey from the flowers, she drank the morning dew from the leaves, and so she passed the summer and autumn. Then came winter, a bitter winter. All the birds flew, the flowers withered, the leaves under which she had lived shivered, up and turned the faded yellow. As Thumbelina searched for the new shelter, it began to snow. Every time a snowflake fell on her, it was as if the whole shovel were thrown on at once it's so delicate to her at last on the fridge of the wood she came up to a field mouse's door you poor thing said the kindly mouse when she found thumbelina shivering at the door come into my warm room and have a bite with me the mouse took a liking to thumbelina once 
and invited her to stay for the winter. Just so you keep my room tidy and tell stories, she said. Thumbelina happily agreed. In the evenings, the field mouse's neighbor often came to call. He was a tiresome old mole. But his house is even snugger than mine, the mouse said. And he wears a, such a lovely black velvet coat. If you could get him for a husband, you'd be well in, off indeed. Thumbelina had no intention of marrying the mole. He could bear the sunshine and flowers that Thumbelina loved so much. He soared up through kingdom. One day, in the long passage of the mole's house, Thumbelina found a bird. It was a swallow, numb with cold and almost dead. She wove a blanket in the hay, and swallow find comfort with him. She brought him water petals in the flower and took care of him all winter long. When she was not caring for the swallow, Thumbelina spent time spinning the weaves in her two sits, which with the help of some spiders of the tiresome mole had proposed to her, and the mouse on the dedicated he should have. Poor Thumbelina! She grew sadder and sadder as only the wedding day drew near. She would have to say goodbye to the sun and flowers, since the mole did not care for them. When spring arrived, Thumbelina opened a hole in the roof of the passage, and the swallow stepped into the sunshine. How happy the swallow was to be free, Thumbelina watched him with tears and eyes, for it was her wedding day. Come with me, Thumbelina, begged the swallow, for he could not bear have to marry the mole and live forever underground. We shall fly away in warm countries where it's always summer and our lovely flowers. So there are many colors of a swallow uh, that they designed. So it could be like a little blackbird or it could be a blue. I mean, there are like so many colors. But in this one uh, that I'm reading along to, it's black. So, anyways, yes, cried Thumbelina. I will come with you. She climbed onto the bird's back and tied her sash firmly to his feathers. Then the swallow flew high up into the air, over lakes and forests, over mountains and everlasting snow. As last they reached the warm countries, where grapes grew on sunny walls and oranges ripped in groves. The swallow flew on, they came to an ancient palace of shining marble, which stood even more, more beautiful. I mean... Oh my gosh, I wish you could see those mountains. With trees beside blue lakes, here the swallow flew down with dear, dear little Thumbelina. He placed the tiny maiden on the broad flower petal. There in the middle of the flower was a little man no bigger than Thumbelina. He was the king of the spirit of the flowers. My, how, how handsome he is thought Thumbelina. The little king was equally enchanted the size Thumbelina. He asked her what his name would be if she... Yes, I will, said Thumbelina shyly. So the king took the crown from his own head and placed on hers. At that moment, from every flower on a tiny lady or gentleman appeared bringing gifts to the new queen. 
Her favorite gift of all was a pair of beautiful wings from the white butterfly. These were the back of the flowers. Such rejoicing there was then, and flying close with the couple as Swallow sang happiness with all his loving heart. So in the end, Thumbelina does get a happy ending. I mean, after all, there's always a happy ending somewhere. You just gotta believe it. So, um, basically, I hope you enjoyed this first ever podcast read-along. Uh, and I really cannot wait to go back to the library and just get some more books. I'm hoping I could also, like, check out some, uh, Wishbone books. Wishbone was, like, a little dog from PBS Kids where he entered the stories of which he was talking about, like, uh, like Phantom of the Opera, Hunchback of Notre Dame, and so forth and so forth. But for now, I'm just gonna try and stick along with uh, the reading along of, um, of Hans Christian Anderson and Lewis Carroll. But either way, um, I really cannot wait to read another fairy tale with you guys. So I hope you enjoy. So this is Ty saying, I cannot wait to see you guys get back out there. Bye!